Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. Pleasure to be with you this week. You know, as we're wrapping up the summer, we've got Labor Day weekend, which I hope everybody's enjoying and having a wonderful time. You know, as we look at what we've been accomplishing through the month of August, we've been talking about what will your legacy be month, uh, which is you know, how to live the life that you want, what your legacy will be, the impact and the significance that you've made upon the lives of others. You know, Jesus tells us that, you know, that we should love one another. And so when I talk about legacy, it's really from that frame of reference, which is how do you want to impact the lives of others? How would you like to be remembered? And we always talk about also the concept that legacy is not something that you're going to do in the future, but legacy is what your life has represented up until this point in time. So with that in mind, this week I have a special guest. You know, he's done professional coaching, and when I say coaching, he does coaching with regard to personal development, career coaching, and he's been a wonderful person that I've spent time with over the years. His name is Carl Hicks of The Growth Group. So, Carl, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on with us today. Thank you, Frank. My pleasure. So, Carl, as we're you know looking, we got Labor Day weekend, and I don't know what you're doing for the weekend, but my guess is, are you getting a little time off? You're relaxing, spending time with your family. What are you up to this weekend, Carl? I think it's we're staying close to home and enjoying our grandchildren. Ah, uh, beautiful. Now, Carl, you're in a different part of the country than us. I know that we're up here in New Jersey. You're down in Virginia. Do I have that correct? Uh, I'm in the Washington D.C. area, uh, working out of Chevy Chase, Maryland. Yes. Very good. And, Carl, maybe just take a minute and tell our listeners a little bit about your background and you know, what it is that you do and how you help people. Okay. We work with successful executives and business owners who have a desire to gain more. Now, it could be more profitability, more productivity, more control over their time, uh, better personal relationships, uh, more sense of fulfillment and contribution. And we focus on... First, finding out what are their lifestyle goals. In other words, how do they want to live their life? And we go through a series of discussion questions with them in terms of what's important to them from a spiritual point of view, from a family, love, relationship point of view, a wealth accumulation, protection and enjoyment point of view, health and physical fitness, community service, etc. And then we encourage the, the, the coachee to say, like, this is your life. This is how you're spending your time. This is how you're spending your life. And your livelihood goals, that is what you do for a living, these are equally important, but that's how you finance your lifestyle goals. So our focus is on what we call capability coaching conversations. We want to know where do you want to go, where are you now, and how can we help you get there. So we want to journey with you on your on your road to success. It was interesting, Carl, something that you just said a, a moment ago, but it sounded like you were given a perspective of um, you don't live to work, but you work to live, and through your work is how you have the life of, that you're looking to accomplish, and that's kind of what it sounded like, some of the coaching that you're providing to people. That, that's correct. The lifestyle goals focuses on the person as the human being, and the livelihood goals focuses on the human doing. So we, we think the being is more important than the doing, but they're both needed, you know. They go hand in hand. Yes. So, Carl, you know, it's interesting is when you and I were talking about doing this show together, 
And, you know, we talked about the topic of being happy. And, you know, one of my thoughts were, you know, when I was looking at the show is to say, you know, I've met people and their legacy that, you know, I saw with some people is, is that they were remembered and thought of by people around them, of people that were loving and happy and giving and caring. And then I've also seen people where their legacy, and, you know, they're also not remembered for a long period of time for good things, but they're remembered for, you know, they were crabby, they were ornery, they weren't a pleasure to be around. And so that topic of happy, I know you spend a lot of time with and that you coach people with. So what I figured we'd do today, you know, seeing how it's Labor Day weekend, most people are relaxing and, you know, hopefully they have a clear head, clear mind, and they're, you know, working on or they're with people that are meaningful to them in their life is through the topic of happy. I know in your coaching and so forth that you've helped a lot of people to help them to undiscover what's important, how to be happy, and how to maintain that, that focus and that balance in their life. That's right. I, I, to paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, uh, people are about as happy as they want to be. So I think happiness is a choice. I think it's a mindset. And when, when I'm working with individuals and, and helping them realize their potential, I, I look at three things. Like The first one is, what do you love to do? And are you doing that now? Secondly, what do you do really well? And are you able to use your gifts and your skills and your talents in what you do? And then the third uh, factor is, are you being treated like you want to be treated by other people and by the organization you're in? And we have research that shows that people who are doing what they love to do, using their their talents, being treated like they wanted to be treated, enjoy what we call a sense of positive fulfillment, or another word for that, of course, is happiness. And happy people, particularly in organizations, are more productive than those who are less engaged and therefore over the long term more successful. So we do focus on what I call the happiness formula. there's an interesting book out that your listeners might be interested in. It's by Clayton Christensen. He's a professor at Harvard, a better known for strategy and disruptive innovations. But after he had a stroke, he wrote a book that said, How Will You Measure Your Life? And it really hits home with some hard-hitting questions like, If you knew you were going to die in three years, how would you spend your time? And his questions drive home to, like, okay, what really is important? What makes you happy? What do you want to do? What do you want to contribute? How do you want to be remembered? And I encourage all of our clients to read that as well as some other uh, books that stress the fact that happiness, in our opinion, is really a choice. You know, it's interesting as you say that. You know, I remember uh, reading the book on Wayne Dwyer years ago, and, you know, he mentions that happiness is a verb. And he says it's something that you do. It's not a noun, you know, that, okay, you're known as that. It's it's actually how you're living your life, which is when we talk about this legacy topic, you know, it really comes into, you know, how are we living our life? Are we living our life, you know, where we're being seen as happy or are we being seen as, you know, that unhappy person that, you know, nobody wants to be around? And, Carl, you know, one of the things that you and I have spoken about in the past, and I know that you, you bring this up a lot in your coaching, is really the mindset of what is somebody's mindset, whether it's abundance or scarcity. And perhaps you could take a little time just talking a little bit about that and then maybe even give 
some coaching direction to our listeners on how to get in that abundance-type mindset, which you know, you'll take a minute to explain about. So maybe you can go there a little bit for our listeners, Carl. Okay, thank you. Uh, well, again, I'll start with uh, quoting a, another author named Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl was in the concentration camps uh, during World War II. He survived. Uh, and he wrote in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, he talked about even though he had lost all of his freedom, even though he would lost all of his possessions, even though he lost most of his family and friends, there was one thing that he could not, that could not be taken away from him, and that was the uh, choice that he could make about how he was going to perceive and respond to the, the awful circumstances he was in. And in his book, he talks about your real freedom comes between the stimulus and the response that you face every day in your life. So something happens to you, and there's a pause there before you have to respond or react. And in that pause is the freedom to make a choice. So going back to where do we want to live in our mindset, do we want to live in the abundance neighborhood where we are confident that things will work out, or do we want to live in the neighborhood of scarcity where we are coming from a place of fear? And I believe uh, those two, that decision of which neighborhood we want to live in is a choice that we have been given the power to make. And I'm not saying that every day is going to be a great day. There will be times that uh, we will be upset, but I will give you a couple of examples. Suppose that we're driving to work and someone cuts us off in front of us and we blare on the horn and we, and we start getting upset, our blood pressure starts to rise, the question is, why? Why would we choose something like that? Why would we give so much power to something like that to upset us? There's another way. You could learn to then respond rather than react and say, okay, that happened. I'm not going to let it ruin my day. And it's just little things like that that people who have trained themselves in, the, in a possibility or a positive outlook will, will utilize these habits over time to get out of the, the darkness, if you will. It's not easy, and we do have people who have some tremendous uh, things that happen to them of a negative uh, point of view, but uh, we still believe that it's an opportunity to make that choice. And I, a lot of times when I'm coaching with clients, I'll listen to them and I'll say, I, I don't hear your perspective anymore. I think you're coming from a point of scarcity. Let's talk about this for a little while. Because sometimes people are comfortable with that. You know, it sounds like you know the focus, as you were saying, that is trying to get into a mindset of thinking about what you're thinking about so that instead of reacting so quickly and going to the emotional side is the ability to just slow down for a minute and just respond. That's right. And, and it's also an attitude of gratitude. And I, if you don't mind, your listeners, let me share a personal experience. So I'm standing in line at the airport one day, and there's a little, maybe a two-year-old daughter that uh, we're going through the um, the security line, and she keeps raising her hands up saying, up, 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 and she wants her mother to pick her up. Well, the security guys want you to walk through single file, and so the little girl was kind of making a racket. 
And as we finally cleared through the security on the other side, the lady said to me, I, I'm terribly sorry that she made such a scene doing this up, 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 you know, with her hands and everything. And I said, you don't understand how beautiful those words are to me. I have a grandson who's two and a half years old, and he doesn't talk. And we don't know if he'll ever talk. And if he would raise his hands and say, up, 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 to me, his grandfather, that would be the most wonderful thing in the world. So when I hear your daughter saying that, I just look at it totally different. Now, some other people may have been irritated by it, but I chose to look at it based on how I want to see the world. So it is a mindset, at least in, from my perspective. It's, it's, and it's one of those of, you know, as you, you talk about gratitude, and, you know, I call it, you know, how do we, you know, coach ourselves to kind of keep with that gratitude mindset as much as possible? And perhaps maybe you can take a little bit of time, Carl, and just go through maybe if you were coaching, you know, our listeners a little bit, which is how do they get in the right mindset on a regular basis? And maybe take a few minutes and just talk about gratitude because it's one of those things of we know we should be, we try to be, but it's like we drift. You know, we're human. Well, I think it goes back to, you know, sometimes people are complaining about the, the difficulty of their job or something that's going on in their lives. And first thing I do is I don't make a judgment because I think they must care really about something if they're sort of, quote, complaining about it. But then I start thinking about helping them see that, you know, the fact that you are complaining means you are alive. And the fact that you are alive means that you have a choice that maybe you could do something different. And I always go back and say, why would you give so much power to these other events or circumstances um, to let them control your emotions. And I often, again, mention Viktor Frankl's comment about, you know, the freedom to choose, and, and that's really our freedom. Uh, the other thing I, I mentioned is I, I have a book called High Impact Ideas for Your Life, and the whole theme of it is conceiving, believing, and achieving your dreams while inspiring others to do the same. So as part of the gratitude piece, I say, what are we doing for other people? Let's take the spotlights off for ourselves, and can we help someone else? And lots of times when we help someone else, we really help ourselves. In fact, it's very difficult, in my opinion, to bring out the best in another person without bringing out the best in yourself. And so these are conversations I have with clients, and sometimes that's all it takes is just to have them Think about a different perspective. I never tell them what to do. I just tell them sometimes about, have you ever, I ask them, have you ever thought about it from this point of view? And then they saw their own problem. I think that's great. And, you know, it's interesting because you, you reference this a couple times. You say giving it power. You know, when you talk about, you know, letting that negative thing, giving it power. So maybe just take a little bit and just explain what you, your perspective is on that. I believe that no one can make us angry, uh, for example. Uh, some action by someone else uh, maybe causes us to choose to be angry. But I don't think that somebody, I would never want to give a power to someone that says, you know, you made me angry. But all the times you hear little kids say to someone else, you made me angry, that made me angry, or whatever. And I try to re uh, eliminate that type of talking and thinking from my system and anybody I deal with. Because, because it plants subconscious thoughts there that, sh in my opinion, are detrimental that's been great 
So for all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. Our guest today is Carl Hicks of The Growth Group. Carl, just maybe you could tell our listeners, if they wanted to find out more information about you and you know some of the work that you're doing, how would they follow up? Well, there's, there are three ways, really. You could go to my website, which is called thehicksfix.com, and it talks about what we do and some contact information. Uh, they could call me personally, Carl Hicks, 240-351-4897 or send me an email at carlhicks at thehicksfix.com and I would be glad to chat with them. Thank you so much, Carl. And for all of our listeners, thank you so much for being with us. You've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. Have a truly blessed weekend. And if you have questions, you could write to us or email us at the info at ifrw.com. Thank you and have a blessed week.